If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Fish on a hater. I'm DeFi250. And I'm Dragon Wagon. <laughs> and this is PvP Corner, the PvP podcast that has no play against Excadrill. Dragon Wagon, welcome into the stream. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm uh, really excited to be here. I'm really glad to have you here. Do you want to tell the listeners where people might know you from? Yes, I stream on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Dragon uh, you can find me uh, coping through most metas uh, that aren't uh, Master League. I usually do my <laughs> tweets on Twitter as the Fragging Wagon, uh, and they're usually ended by uh, hashtag Beach Whale Weeks uh, until we actually have like a a Master League meta come up. So, yeah, and that uh, your Master League proficiency is like the biggest reason that we have asked you to come on today because the listeners kind of famously know us for just having no experience with master league at all and we've had enough people asking us like can you do a bit more master league content that uh, d5 eventually had the idea of like okay okay how about we just get others to do it <laughs> so- i like it that's, that's a really that's a really smart thing to do <laughs> delegating delegation is delegation just so Glorious. thank you so much and sharing that. Unfortunately, last week was a non-Master League week. It was single type cup in the Great League and open Ultra League. Uh, Fragan, what did you play or did you play any Go Battle League uh, this last Yes. Week? I think it was using Haxorus, uh, Vigoroth, and Meganium I started out with. It seemed to go well. Uh, Charm inevitably uh, found its way into the meta and now it's so hard to let go of a uh, shadow gramble and to get through it so it always seems like it's a team effort uh so i've swapped from hacks um to vigoroth samurott and umbreon which is still aggressively weak to a gramble but what isn't in this meta <laughs> muck yeah. muck and grammar <laughs> then then there, it'll be the first time that you run into a snarl gramble and you're and you're wondering is this a good matchup still uh, the the <laughs> amount of Kanto Sand Slash I started running into when I started running Muck Lead was disgusting. That's <laughs> me. I've been running Kanto Sand Slash. <laughs> uh, I've been playing around with it. Kanto Sand Slash and Kofa Grigus. Uh, I have a Clefa- uh, Fairy Wind Clefable in the lead right now. But Ooh. again, like Grand Bull's really tough. There are a bunch of other teams like Double Poison for some reason is also really tough because Seviper has crunch and muck has dark pulse like the poisons are quite yeah. potent i'm finding in single type cup as well i rage built a grimer after i lost one <laughs> i had i had a i had a rank one sitting around and i was like no i'm gonna use this and i've used it maybe like three times until i came across uh jangles team jangles 21 
has the uh, uh, Grimer, uh, Canto, Slash, and then uh, A9, like a Shadow A9 with Ember. You got to use Ember. Yeah, I saw a mix in my battles. I saw some with Fire Spin, but then I started seeing a lot more with Ember, even non Shadow Nine Tails. People TM'd it over to Ember. It's crazy um, just how much, like, I don't think any one person has had more of an effect on a meta than Cindy, the champion of the of last year's Vancouver Regionals, because everyone used to laugh at Ember Canto Nine Tails. And then she wins a regional with it. And suddenly that's pretty much all you see. Like it's so rare to see fire spin on nine tiles these days. It's yeah, it's a hard, uh, I, I was looking into it and I like agreed. You want to see somebody who wins with it. And Cindy played it so well during those regionals. And if you look at it, the increased damage you get and it's 0.7 less energy mm. per turn really the, the pressure that you're putting now on steals, like the things that you're not going to do well against, you're still not doing well against, but it also gives you better chances to catch um, and to yep. like and to kind of keep pace, right? Like with what other Pokemon are doing. So I really like it. I think it's worth it. Yeah, for sure. But next week, this upcoming week in just a few short days is an open Master League Cup. Single type cup will continue for anyone who wants to play that. And it goes on an additional week. So it's June 29th to July 6th, and Open Mastery League comes back again July 6th to July 13th. So you've got two solid weeks. It's such a it's such a fun time to play Master League. In Factions, I'm the Master League Specialist, so I usually don't get a lot of suggestions, and I usually have the most Master League Pokemon. Uh, we have uh, Golden Go built. I really want to use that because I think it'll be really good. Um I have a uh, Volcarona. I was one of the fortunate few who didn't just see one, but like nine to 12 of them uh, in like hatching eggs. So I like, I have the ability to make one. And I think the start of, of whale weeks or the master league premiere will make one. And then I also want to use, I just made for a, uh, a grassroots um, master league draft tournament. I made a Galissapod that I want to kind of use, but they all are thwarted by the mole. Or Excadrill. It's yeah. the bane of my existence whenever I build a team. I'm like, this is the most amazing, spiciest team. It can't lose to anything. And then that mole walks in. <laughs> and I, I, hang, I, I hang my head to it. Just rock slides and uh, drill runs for days. It just has so like such good coverage for what usually, uh, like for what it you usually want to bring. And it's rated so low in the Open Master League rankings, which is craziness. Because, like, you get that thing just like a single mud shot of energy lead and suddenly you're winning things that you have no right to win. Yeah, it's, I like, I know we were talking about this a little bit before and we were trying to find, like, a good analogy for it, but it's almost like the meme of uh, Frostlass in Great League with two pow- up two powder snows and you're like, kill it, kill it now. Like, it has to, <laughs> like, yeah. you're just like, <laughs> this thing can't go on because if you get up even one, if you get up energy on this, and you have shields, and shields are down for your opponents, it's hard to combat the pressure of every five turns you're going to be taking damage, like mm. aggressive amounts of damage. And so, like, what are the what are the counters to it? Like, I know Kyogre is is the biggest one, is that right? Yeah, and even then, if, you, if it's up energy, it can still get off two drill runs and put it, I think it's in, like, low yellow, high red yeah. for, like, your health um swamper i think for 
uh, Master League premiere. Premier. Um, Galissapod with Waterfall, but then you kind of lose out on the Shadow Claw damage that you probably want against like the Metagross and the yeah um, the other things, right? Uh, I know I used to uh, in my last last time I did play Premier back before they got rid of Classic. Um, I was countering Excadrills pretty well with Mamoswine. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the it can tank a drill run where the Excadrill kind of struggled to take an avalanche plus the powder snows. So, um, the the extra energy lead didn't quite tip it in the Excadrill's favor a lot of the time. Agreed. Also, a huge shout out uh, to another new Pokemon that we have that also had a move update uh, that I totally forgot about, but have one built. Um, Ursaluna can also beat it. Ah, yes. Because it now has uh, it has Ice Punch. That is one Pokemon that I actually have built for Master League. I have very let's, few, let's go. but I have the Ursaluna. Uh, DeFi so Master League Stream when? <laughs> no, no, not don't thunder. No, no thunder punch. We don't need thunder punch anymore. Uh, really? Ice so punch. Ice punch. Ice punch. Yeah. All right, I can do high that. horsepower. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because you, you, uh, you're still doing the super effective against Togekiss, right? That was my main concern was the Togekiss. Yes. Yeah. And then tackle just still does ridiculous amounts of damage. It's not yeah. the best move. If we got Shadow Claw, I feel like right now it's rated. I don't know what Ursula. It's X is fourteen on here. Ursaluna is ten. I would almost imagine that it was Shadow Claw. Just like the pressure you can put on it, it'd probably be like top five in Premier. Wow. But but yeah, Ice Punch and high horsepower, you almost threaten everything. And as long as you build energy to high horsepower, it gives you great opportunities for baiting. It is easier against Excadrill with the fire punch as well. Like I did I did see yes. a lot of double punch Ursaluna last time I played. True. That just means that now I need to build two. I have five Gyaradoses, <laughs> and now now I need now I need two Ursalunas in my uh, my arsenal fish yeah. because you said that. But the, <laughs> I was I was in a factions match two weeks ago, I think, and or a grassroots uh, tournament uh, two weeks ago, and I was facing an extra drill, and I think I was up like five tackles, and I I was barely. Uh, building to high horsepowers and they were shielding ice punches and an ice punch did i think almost like half its health it does an aggressive amount to, okay uh, to okay cool yeah so you might not even need the fire punch yeah oh sorry it does it does like 30 percent. okay yeah uh so i'm probably just thinking of the um the classic league so all the master league i literally have not played a battle of master leagues since they got rid of um the classic <laughs> leagues so uh i'm thinking of like level four level 40 bulk so at level 50 obviously there's it's just a step up again in just the amount that a pokemon can take the amount of damage that it can take on yeah it uh some pokemon really come into their own and some people you barely notice the uh or some pokemon right. you barely notice the difference and is that generally like your higher bulk Pokemon that you notice the difference more or like your higher attack stat Pokemon? Uh, higher bulk, I think. Yeah. Like uh, Snorlax is usually really good. Like an extra, even uh, Snorlax with Body Slam against an extra roll. When you see the first time you throw a drill run at a Snorlax, it just, it, it makes you want to hang your head because <laughs> you're like, this is going to take so many of them. Meanwhile, Lick is just... It's just like a progress bar, right? Like your health is just constantly going down and you're like, I need to get this out of here now. Also, I need to start shielding because he might throw superpower. But no, no, he'll probably bait you with body slam. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's essentially Master League Chansey. Yes, it is. It is so thick. And it's such a good answer when you... I think last season when they brought in the Megas and they were allowing Mega Gengar, it's just such a hard counter unless you run Focus Blast on the, the Gengar. And if you shield, it's just a lot of wasted energy for the Gengar, right? So it's basically an extremely hard wall for it. This is interesting. Yeah, I don't right. know any of this. So I'm going to just... You're gonna when are you when's your first Master League stream? Because I want to tune in for that. I'm excited. Okay. You got a right, you so got an Ursaluna. We're we're close. All right. So Pokemon I have that are actually at level fifty that are at Hundos. I have a Hundo Ursaluna, a Garchomp, a Machamp, and then I have two ninety eights that are at level fifty, a Gyarados, and a Dragonite. Like that's that's what I got. I have some stuff that I could build today. Like I could build a Sylveon. I could build a Togekiss. I could build a Melmetal that's at 98. I could build a Walrein, a Mamoswine. So that's what I have the XL candy for. So pretty much all Premier stuff, except the Melmetal. I mean, you could could run a Premier team. You could do the Gyarados in the lead, and then uh, Garchomp with Mudshot and uh, Ursaluna. So you're like ABB ground, but also if they decide to bring Charm, you also have two answers for it, like in the front and the back. Oh, and it's Master League. Hold on. It's Master League premiere this week. Okay, it's premiere this week. I misspoke earlier. Nice. So I might give that a shot if single type cup gets a little boring for me, which I think it probably will. (laughs) Because there's (laughs) only so many, you know, (laughs) Kofagrigus that I want to see in a day or only so many Umbreon and Registeel matchups that I want to deal with. So I'd, I'd be willing to give it a shot. I have a few. Uh, like I get, like I said, I have a few options. They're not all necessarily the best options, but I have a few options. I mean, that's all you really need, right? Yeah, I mean, you only need to build three Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, you just and just like to get into it, right? You get a feel yeah. for like what the meta is like, and if it seems like your team is working, then I mean, I I think a while ago I put out a call too to Master League people in the Master League server I'm in, and I was like, if anyone can go 5-0 in Master League Open with a highly accessible team, I was like, I will give them like 20 bucks or something like that. I just need the footage to be able to put it <laughs> online. Because that's that's the biggest complaint on Twitter is like, oh, it's so inaccessible. Oh, it's cost so much dust. Oh, like so much money. Well, if you play the events and if you go out and you catch Pokemon and a trade, like trading is part of your focus, then... All of these Pokemon, because I think that they came back with uh, Metagross, Excadrill, Garchomp, I think was the the team. And two of those had community days. And mm-hmm. Excadrill, I think, has been the focus of a couple events, if not three, I think. Yeah. And it like they uh, and some teams they ran into where they hard countered them and they RPS them, which is kind of the nature of Go Battle League. And some of yeah. them. Uh, and some of them, they got hard countered and they still came back for a 5-0 and they were like, it only took me, I think, two sets. And I was yeah, like, that's that's amazing, right? Like, if you just get a feel, just like Great League, right? You get a feel for how much damage stuff does. You get a, a feel for the counts. You start counting Dragon Breaths. Not something I do. I just go by gut feel, but... Same. Um, yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and when it, when it works out, it's like you're a god on stream. And then when it doesn't, you're like, why did why did I swap in there? But yep. um, yeah, <laughs> high risk, high reward. But as soon as you get a feel for that, uh, for all of those things for Master League, it almost just becomes like 
okay, cool. Like this is what I'm walking into. First couple sets, I I hit extra elites. Great. I need a waterfall Gyarados just to force it out, and then we we have stuff in the back for when it comes back in. Right. Yeah. And some of those Pokemon, like my Excadrill, my Metagross, very close. Like I don't have the 296 requisite XL candy, but it's like 280, 270. Would those still be mm-hmm. worth it to just try out and get the feel when they're like, they're not quite at 50, but they're probably like maybe one or two levels off? I mean, if you're casually walking um, like your Excadrill, right, as your, as your buddy and you get excited, I think it goes down to, is it like 1.5 or it's 2.5? But if you are and you're on like a walk and you want to get those candies, my recommendation is keep it at 40 because I've found that after 40, if you power it up with XL candies, the chance of you getting XL candies drastically drops. Really? I think that's, yeah. That's Actually so, drops. yeah. So like if you have a level 40 Pokemon um, and there's no concrete evidence because we can't see um, uh, the the code that Niantic the writes, code, right? Yeah. But just by by ha- by happenstance, this has been just been collaborated amongst Master League specialists that I've talked to. Um, if they're at forty and you get a candy, you I think it's like it's high levels, like eighty to like ninety five percent that you'll get an XL candy. And I've even noticed it myself. But then as soon as I go halfway powered up, it will be like every three or four candies I'll get an XL. That's wild. So. I think it's very it's very interesting some of the things that happen in terms of um like when you play the little like quirks that you notice. So it it kind of changes the way that I play, right? Like if, like the Volcarona yeah. uh to get some of the candies. Um I decided like I had some of the XLs, but I was like no, I'll just wait until I have 296 and then during Master League Premiere I'll just power it up. Maybe we make a video post it on Twitter. Do you do a lot of in-person writing? Yes. Yeah, so XL can rare candy Yes, I have aggressive amounts of rare candy Excel. <laughs> I used to be, um, and nothing to use it on. I'm so scared. I just keep on accumulating it. Uh, <laughs> but so, and it's just like now it's just like a trophy, right? You're like, oh, I just like looking at this number. Um, yeah. But before the the nerf on raids, I that like raid hours, um, I think I would be at like a hundred a day like a hundred remote raids. I would just do it while I was working super easy to kind of put your phone down, uh, join the raid when you're invited. Um, and being part of like a pod, if you will, of whales that would just like when their raid hour was on from like Europe and Australia and New Zealand would all send raids. Uh, so just kind of like I would stay up late at night. I'd maybe get two or three hours of sleep. And then when I woke up for work and got my kids on the bus, then I would like just have it by me. And being able to tap and enter a raid and then quickly complete it, catch it, and then move on to the next one. All right. So also during the Open Master League week, uh, during that July 6 to 13 week is Retro Cup. So Retro Cup is a cup where Dark, Steel, and Fairy types are banned. It is a Great League Cup. So Dark and Steel were introduced in Generation 2 and Fairy type was introduced all the way in Generation 6. So it's basically just narrowing it back to the types that were in the game in the first generation. The PV Poke top 10 are Lickitung, Aurorus, Pidgeot, Noctowl, Frostlass, Altaria, Jellicent, Pelipper, and Shadow and Regular Golbat. Um, really excited to see all those ice types up there the aurorus and the frostlass in particular 
Give me a frost last meta any day. Yeah, right. Like, it's a meme, just like Fragan said, <laughs> yeah. but get you give that baby two powder snows energy advantage. And it can do it is amazing. Uh thought about bringing frost last to NAIC because I love it that much. It is a very good Pokemon. It's I mean, I'll consider it for worlds. I'll put that on my potential list because <laughs> I know you've got like three lists going like yeah, these are the ones yeah. I have to prepare for these are the <laughs> ones that I'm kind of thinking that I'd like to do and you know then maybe just some potential like yeah. the high in the sky <laughs> I did uh, I did put um it's, it's a tangent but um I did consider the possibility of uh flash cannon registeel ooh uh, cuz I, like I figured that, that the uh, meta would pivot towards a lot more fairies and a lot of ice types as well, but a lot of the ice types are, you know, already getting crushed by your focus blast. Um, and also a lot of them are ice water types as well. So you're probably going to use zap cannon anyway. Um, really flash cannon would only be good for like uh, one shotting a, a nine tails or a whimsicott or, or something like that. And those Pokemon you're beating anyway, even with the, actually, uh, I don't know how Registeel does against Whimsicott with the Focus Blast Zap Cannon combination because they are both resisted and Whimsicott is reasonably bulky. But and anyway, I don't think that Pokemon, just that one Pokemon is enough to <laughs> to convince me to go ahead with the with the Flash Cannon idea. I just, I, lo I wanted to try and think outside the box and that was an idea that occurred to me. I mean, there's plenty of room. We've been seeing some spicy stuff. If people can top eight with a Togetic, yeah. I mean, anything can happen. I, I think the season's updates are really good for diversity. I was even considering for NAIC bringing a Electros. With, oh, and yeah. I don't know, I don't know the move that I wanted on it, but it would hard, it would almost hardwall the Noctowl and the Lantern. You could hit for super effective. And then I wanted to use Liquidation, but then you almost have to use Thunderbolt, and then you have no bait moves. It's just like, if that thing right. comes in, you just shield everything through it, which maybe is a good thing, and then I just have two shields at the end. This is how I, this is my origin story for how I win uh, <laughs> NAIC with the Electron. We've got it. We've got it on tape. We yeah. have it on tape. We've heard it. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I was also thinking as you're telling your story for the uh, for Flash Cannon Reggie immediately came to mind. And then we obviously we got saved right before NEIC. But it was like the only reason I would change Flash Cannon onto Reggie is for carving. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that would have been uh, like that. It needs that thing would need to be stopped. That was uh, I'm. I'm kind of glad that they uh, that they banned it for NAIC because I feel like that would have been a huge meta shift. I think that is definitely worth talking about a little more in the um, in the play Pokemon section because yeah, there's a we there's can a actually we can fish. About. Yeah, yeah, yes. We can actually talk about it now, fish, because July 13th to July 20th is Open Great League and Great League Remix. The Great League Remix bans the 20 most used Pokemon by trainers ranked ace and above last season. So the bands we went through these last week, but I can go through them really quick. Uh, I'm trying to think who the people that talk really fast auctioneer style. Yeah. Venusaur, Alolan, Ninetales, Noctowl, Lantern, Azumarill, Umbreon, Skarmory, Swampert, Pelipper, Sableye, Metachannel, Terria, Walrein, Registeel, Defense Form, Deoxys, Bastiodon, Frost, Lascalarian, Stunfist, Trevenant, and Obstagoon. 
But then what does that leave? That leaves Carbank at number one in the Great League remix with Rock Slide. Um, or Rock Throw is the fast move, Rock Slide and Moon Blast. You want a level 49.5 is the rank one at 515.15. So that Game is. Get the. Yeah. <laughs> or like yeah, start walking. Start, yeah, start walking now. <laughs> get your trades in, get that 515.15, and uh, start bringing your whiz caches for the uh, Great League Remix, remix <laughs> or the Quagsires, because that thing just seems aggressive right now. Yes. Yeah, if you take a look, um, so carbing's at number one, and the next several are like direct counters to the carbing. So you have Scrafty at number two, Double at number three, Vigoroth at number four, Shadow Quagsire number five, uh, Regirock number six, Wishcast number seven. Then you have Pidgeot, uh, Wing Attack Pidgeot at number eight, Shadow Alolan Sandslash. Uh, which has been a little bit of a sweetheart in the play Pokemon sphere uh, with its new edition of Drill Run. And then also Shadow Machamp. Honorable mention goes to Diggersby and Guzzlord. Guzzlord at number 12. Guzzlord's so amazing. (laughs) It's uh, it's still underrated. Like I I am told by several people that they're going on like insane climbs in go battle league with guzzlord and yet it still hasn't like taken the world by storm at like other pokemon i think that's probably because of accessibility like you've got to trade to get it under 1500 in yeah. most cases yeah and then even when you see like a machamp hit it or actually shadow machamp hits it would look like a mac truck but like a um, uh, Cham, it's uh, it's still very depressing how fast your your health goes. You have high <laughs> amounts of it, but like little to your paper, basically, in terms <laughs> of defense. So you're like, if I get hit with an ice punch, I might die. After all these counters, we we're, this is where we invest shields. I'd love to use Guzzlord. The one trade I tried to do to get one under 1500 went lucky. And it just, don't you hate that? Like you're trying <laughs> to get a Tabufini or a Guzzlord, like something that you need, like a low IV um set to get and mm-hmm. it just you get the lucky trade and it just makes me sad so were you trading with someone who was not a pvp no they're a pvp i was okay. trading with major bowman um, okay jake okay. who commentates um, vgc who also plays quite a bit of pokemon go pvp it's funny because like i'll often trade uh, like I'll ask for a, a mirror trade with someone who's not a PvP and it'll go lucky and they get really excited and I'm like, ah, oh, damn, darn it. <laughs> you, uh, are you going to be at NAIC DeFi? Yes, I will be competing, but not with a Guzzlord, uh, apparently. Oh. But I'll, <laughs> I'll have some other Pokemon in my inventory. Actually, the um team list went up today you can put in your team i put in my team and i'm not looking back i'm not making any last minute adjustments i have my team and i'm going with it uh yes yes i definitely have my team and need to register it soon i will make you that's neither here nor there it's definitely not made yet uh but (laughs) i have i was just i was just looking and i have an excess of guzzlord i will save two for you if you manage to uh if you not have specials the entire event hopefully i have actually have like 12 left but i don't want to take up all your trades trying to get you a good uh, <laughs> a good pvp one no i'm gonna try, i'm gonna be hunting down some lucky friends hopefully 
I think I have really? I'm up to like 75 lucky friends. Far out. And gosh. I'm hoping some of them will be at any I see <laughs> that I'll be able to cross a few off my list. But otherwise, I'm definitely down. I also have Tapu Fini I can trade people. Uh, so we will have to see. What's gifting like? <laughs> What's it what? like to send and receive gifts? Yeah. I've heard <laughs> so much about it. <laughs> it's quite the boring process. Uh, it was actually um, they somebody emailed in and just razzed Chris and Kyle on the show for not opening gifts because you can actually get the process done like twenty open twenty gifts in like two minutes. Um, two minutes? Just, no, you can do like yeah. if you skip the animations. Like there's a way to finagle it that you it, it's about two minutes, and they still won't do it. Chris and Kyle were like, yeah, we know this trick and we're still not going to do it. So, okay. So I want to go back to carving for a second. Um, For those who don't know, because I I was one of those people who didn't know, it came out as a, what would you call it? Like an early release for people who bought the the Global Go Fest tickets. Um, So it's part of that research line. So like not everyone has one, but um, it is... I wouldn't call it inaccessible because, you know, you pay, you know, for the GoFest ticket and you've got one. And it's basically like the moment it came out, it jumped to the top of the Open Great League rankings. And by extension, it is at the top of the Remix rankings. It's basically, I look at it like a fairy type Bastiodon because it has just insane amounts of bulk. And it's basically going to either hard counter whatever it's up against or just out bulk everything else. I'm sorry, unless, uh, no, it's not going to hard counter. It's going to either get hard countered by like a mud boy or it's just going to out bulk all the neutral stuff. Agreed. It, uh, I'm just, I'm just looking at PV poke right now and the defense stat on it is wild. Mm-hmm. The the key wins that are are fighters that should be able to like bigger <laughs> off in it's, in great league. How is this a thing? Yeah, it's, it's throwing rocks at it, and it's still yeah, it's still being the jealousy with jealousy with surf. Please, is uh, <laughs> how it's oh, that's crazy to me. I need to, you know what locals if you're if you're listening to this, please get your carvings ready. Buy the ticket. I need all the trades. I need a five fifteen fifteen, and then. Uh, <laughs> And then during GoFest, apparently, it will also be in two-star rates, though. So if you feel Ooh. like you're missing out, uh, you don't need to really... Uh, right now, since it is banned for PvP stuff, and you like you don't want to do that, and you want to do in-person ones, it will be in two-stars. But according to the website, that's what I've, that's what I've seen. Imagine... Yeah, I'm just um, two star raids. When was the last time we had a two star raid? <laughs> what, it, what is that? All I know is one, three, four, and five. And fours only happen once in a while. It's Those true. Are only once on a month. Community days. Trying to take a look at the things that hard counter car bank. Like it's your mud boys pretty much. And yeah. chestnut. Yeah. So I guess bring your chestnut. <laughs> I'm looking at the stat product list in Open Great League. It's Chansey is, of course, the highest stat product in Great League, then Bastidon, then Blissey, and then it's Carbink. <laughs> higher than Umbreon, higher than Mandibuzz. Mm-hmm. And it's a better Bastia. It's better than Bastiodon in a lot of ways because both of its charge moves get that same type of attack bonus. Yes. And Fairy is a just a better typing to have paired with Rock than Steel is. 
Um, I think in the current meta, resist. yeah. It, you, you just resist so much more. Because, yeah. like, who's running steel? Like, you're super weak to steel, but who cares? Because um, you resist yeah. dragon and yeah. normal and flying and fire and dark and bug. Like, there's just... There's so much more power in the resistances than Bastiodon can hope to have. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see carbon extradrill colors. If you look at the key losses for extradrill, Lickitung, Jellicent, Vigoroth, Abomasnow, Mandibuzz are the key wins for carbon. Uh, and I can picture myself molding so hard when I see an extradrill <laughs> in the lead and I burn both of their shields. I'm like, oh, I've got a two to, two to zero shield advantage. This should be easy in the back. And then bam, out comes carbon. Just rock throws the rest of my team down. <laughs> I'm gonna tune in for that stream. Make sure you, yeah, make sure you post on Twitter when you're in. <laughs> and make sure, make sure you don't have two answers for carbon because I feel like that's where we need to be at this point in yeah. the uh, in the remix. Oh my goodness! Even in open, even in open Great League, because that's gonna be paired with the remix is just Great League open. Um, carbon is also at the top of Great League open. So yeah. we don't have to, thankfully, again, and play Pokemon, at least for NAIC. Probably, I would guess Worlds as well. Um, it would be banned. Yeah. That would be my guess. Um, but for at least for NAIC, we don't have to deal with it. But go Battle League. It's somebody's going to make it. A couple people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're gonna not see everyone. A but you're going to see one, and it's going to make you sad. This is this is what my rare candy of XLs have been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> They're ready. This is the moment. I, I, my, yeah, this is the moment they've been waiting for. <laughs> I saw a meme. I might I forget whether it was on the GoCast Discord server or uh might might have been maybe lured up. But yeah, someone put posted a meme where it was like a shiny Arceus appears and a trainer's there holding a master ball like there's probably a better time. <laughs> <laughs> And yep, I've I've seen that one too. Like and like the partner Pokemon like throw the ball and they're Just like but what if what if there's a better one? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how, that's also how I feel cuz last year at NAIC was the first time I ever used Rare Candy XL and I mm. haven't touched it since because I just did not quite get enough for my Lickitung. Yeah. I I converted all my candies. I walked it a ton. But I just I had to use like ten rare candy XL just to do that last power up, and I regret yeah. it now. And <laughs> <laughs> now I just haven't touched them ever since. And I don't raid enough, so I only have like sixty rare candy XL because I hardly ever raid. That's a me problem, though. <laughs> yeah. Right now, all my rare candies go into melodic, and then as soon as they announced the um, oh, what were they? The or is it elite raids? that they bring back some of the mythicals that you could raid. I was like, nope. Uh, I was yeah. like, I can't, I can't invest even in Mew. I was like, we're, we're going to get a bunch of them. It's, and I can't uh, now because I was going to, I was going to make a melodic cause it seems so good for master league. And now I think I'm at like 150,000 candies or whatever, it, whatever gives you like 150 XLs once you convert them in uh melodic, but okay. So 150 XLs. That's uh 15,000. Yeah, fifteen thousand. That's yeah, yeah, yeah fifteen thousand. So I'm close, uh, and I just keep pouring them in. Other than the carbink, which I made to level forty because of what we talked about previously, <laughs> me and my me and my paranoia, I was like, I need to get the most. If I am going to get a candy, I need the highest chance to get an XL, surely. So, so I think we have completed our GBL section. We did it. 
Yeah, we did it. We got there. So that moves us on to our... Uh, we've got a couple of in-game events to talk about. We've got the Dark Flames event happening, where there will be an increase in Dark and Flame Pokemon. Uh, so uh, we wanted to take a look at just the stuff that is most worth targeting from a PvP perspective. And in the spawn pool, you'd find that that is Vulpix, Galarian, Zigzagoon, Stunky, and Sableye. So Vulpix, you're probably... I mean, you're targeting XLs for both Alolan and, I think, Kanto. Like, how, how much play does Kanto Ninetales have in Ultra League? That's a good question. I'm sure, like, in some remixes, it would be all right. Not great yeah, in right. open. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, in Premiere, or if they're, like, we have another Ultra League, like, themed cup. Yeah, that's uh, It would definitely have play, especially with Ember uh, as a fast move. It just does so much damage. And if you could um, take out legendaries like a dragon, like, it even has play yeah. against Mud Boys with Solar Beam. Like, you just need it. You need it in that, like, little nice niche of, like, where can I actually use Solar Beam? And then the they don't know meme. <laughs> there so that you, so you can, so one solar beam makes it worth it spending all of that dust on the on the nine tails the galarian zigzagoon is obviously for an obstagoon which has plenty of play in both great league and ultra league stunky for a scun tank again that one you need xls to get to ultra league and of course sableye is very xl heavy you need xls just to get that to great league level yep and you know, you might want to build both a Purified and a Shadow Sableye. We've been seeing them both. That's a lot of Sableye XLs. And what if you want to max one out as a Mega? Yeah, which that's coming into the game as well. Yeah. I love Mega Sableye. It's just, his jewel just gets so much bigger. <laughs> like, look at me. Uh, love Sableye. I think it might also be an opportunity for the first time in Ultra League to get an Ultra League Mega. That might be yeah. viable. I don't know what the stats are for that, but like, I think it's one of the two or three that it that the megas can be for Ultra League. So we could see some interesting things from uh, Niantic in future seasons. Like I know that they gave us the Mega Master League like the last week as a test. It seemed like, but hmm. uh, before they had to take it out. Um, but the but yeah, so I think it's kind of it's neat there. Yeah, absolutely. I I think it I think it'll be good in as a mega in Ultra League. Uh it's also they allowed megas in Ultra League factions, didn't they? Mm, think so for one round. It wasn't it wasn't always cuz I know this current, oh, okay. like this last rotation we don't have it. Okay, right. Um, I might just uh, ch chuck in a suggestion on this uh, Project Zygarde uh, uh, chat yeah. that I'm in. Just, enable, hey, by the way. Enable, yeah. Enable uh, Megas for other than Master League, please. Yeah, please. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> then we can take a look at raids as well. Scraggy uh, is great if you're looking for an Ultra League Scrafty. Umbreon, uh, you would be looking for a Hundo for Ultra League as well as the XLs. Alolan Marowak, I think you can, you would trade it probably to get the PvP IVs you want. Alolan Marowak. Yeah. I know the Shadow Alolan Marowak is definitely the more popular pick. We haven't really seen it a ton in the meta, but where it's allowed, uh, it often can do really well just because it has uh, a pretty diverse moveset in its charge moves. Uh, you ever get hit by a shadow fire blast alolan marowak you don't forget it 
We also have one more thing, which is the release of the Pokemon Turtonator, a fire and dragon type. So this would be the second one in the game after Reshiram. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's I'm not so great upset. in Great League. Yeah, it's it's got a reasonable stat product. So it was like uh, a 1999 stat product or something like that in, in Great League, which um, anything at 2000 and above is, is quite bulky. Um, but the moves are just no good. It's got, um, like, it's best, it's, it's fast move was Incinerate, like recommended fast move was Incinerate, which is good. But then uh, the recommended charge moves were both also fire moves. So I think it was like Flamethrower and Overheat or something like that. So nothing very low energy, um, not much in the way of coverage. It does no Flash Cannon and Dragon Pulse, but according to PB Poke, the double fire moveset gets it the most wins. In Ultra League, it does have a little more play. I'm just looking, max CP 2513. Yeah. That's so... It's perfect perfect for Master League. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like we've seen this. It's kind of a trend, right? Like we... We'll get a Pokemon and it feels like it's undervalued and the community will say, no, like we don't like it's going to be an easy, easy week off. Right. But then you get thinking, you're like, all it means is like that one move. Like, say we gave Terminator Mm. Dragon Claw. Yeah. As like a a bait move. Right. But or like we get double kick on double and we haven't had an event that brings back double in forever. So it's like, and then it becomes the like haves versus the have nots in the sense, right? Like those people that like to hoard things just in case I'm being one of them. Uh, <laughs> and then, then they're like, they get double kick and you're like, oh, I do, I do have a good rank ultra league double. I will make this. And then just nobody prepares for it. Right. Because it takes everybody by surprise because nobody thinks anybody has it. So I, th- I feel like Terminator probably is a good one to grab just in case. And then just store it forever. And Niantic <laughs> one day will bless us with a change in a moveset. And we'll be like, yeah, Turnator, you did my boy good. That has been like the conversation on this podcast for the past couple yeah. of weeks. Like, which Pokemon do you save and which ones are not worth keeping? And the answer is you save everything. All of like, them. Yep. All of them are worth saving. All Pokemon are one seasonal update away yeah. from being <laughs> in the meta. So, so rush out and get your Turtonators. Yeah. You catch as many of those things as you can. Yep. And again, this is for the Dark Flames event. That's Thursday, June 29th at 10 a.m. local time to Sunday, July 2nd, 8 p.m. local time. So all during NAIC, this will be the event. Uh, Worth noting as well for PvP, the bonuses uh, for raids, you get additional candy and additional one additional XL candy for completing raids. But I mean, it's it's better than nothing. So extra (laughs) candy. Uh, also, I believe we're going to be seeing more fire and dark type Pokemon in Pokestops and Appaloons. That could that could be mm. Sableye, that could be Vulpix. So be on the lookout to see which Pokemon we're going to be getting in the Rocket Stops if the Shadow Pokemon grind is something that you are after for PvP. Next up, we have Go Battle Weekend, which is happening this very weekend. It is Go Battle Weekend Clay. So Go Battle Day. Go Battle Day. It's a whole weekend. No. What? No, it's One not. Second. It's Go Battle Day. Ooh, let me look that I'm up. I'm backing that up because I'm telling oh. you it's Sunday. It's Sunday, July I can, 2nd. 
I can't do two days, guys. It's so <laughs> hard. <laughs> My kids are going to ask where their dad is if I have to do go battle <laughs> weekend. Go battle weekend, <laughs> yeah. Clay. Saturday, July 1, 2023 from 12 a.m. to Sunday, July 2, 2023, 11.59. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, kids. Is it? Is it? That's what the copy yeah. says. Yeah, it's, it's on. Yeah, it's on. Well, it's on the web page, too. Saturday, July 1st. From 12 a.m. to Sunday, July 2nd, 11.59. Well. Oh, no. <laughs> you you definitely oh, want to wake up on. No. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, I'll I mean, put that you, back as weekend. I was looking at a third-party website that had mm-hmm. all the events listed. Yeah, I've got oh, the, um, no. the BBP has an update bookmarks. Yep, I have PokemonGoLive.com up, too. That is. <laughs> that's. That's going to be a long weekend of battling at NAIC. Oh, my goodness. And you're, and you're <laughs> oh, that's competing, right. right? It's NAIC, to... too. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it'll, it'll, oh, no. It'll prep me, it'll prep me for going uh, Omega Lol 2 in NAIC, surely, if I play some battles beforehand and then after. Yep. So, so, when we, I just, so when I go O2 on Friday, then Saturday, I can just spend <laughs> all my time doing Go Battle weekend. Strategic, defied. Strategic. Strategic. Yeah, strategic, strategic losses. Yep. I'm picturing We're like for the ki- no, no I one's use, communicating with each other because like they're all like doing their battle and then like trying to get their sets in. Guys, I have some oh. light. Do you mind if I restart? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to do a battle real quick. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right. Well, Go Battle weekend. For Clay, Saturday, July 1st from 12 a.m. to Sunday, July 2nd at 11.59 p.m. Your standard bonuses that are standard at this point. Four-time Stardust from Win Rewards. Not the end of set rewards, but the individual win rewards. Does not stack with triple from Master League rotation. Uh, Instead of five sets, you get 20 for a total of 100 battles for two days. So that's 200 (laughs) battles. You will get a free... And this is important to differentiate. You will have a free battle-themed time research that will get you the clay-style hat if you don't have it already. And then there is a paid battle-themed timed research that rewards Stardust uh, that is for $1. To receive the rewards, you have to complete it before the event ends on Sunday, July uh, 2nd, 2023, 11.59 p.m. local time this was a frustration point for a lot of trainers last time who bought the ticket because they finished like right around midnight but didn't claim everything and then they lost all that stardust that they had earned because they never claimed it you can't you can't top left out of it so if you top left out of a battle it doesn't count as completed so i would just caution trainers to maybe just make sure you read because if it just says completed <laughs> battles, then don't like I'm not saying that it's like it's it's both right. It's both sides. Niantic mm-hmm. could just say do the battles if you don't happen to finish. Like, it doesn't really matter. It still counts. Also, it's it's a little bit on us to say it, we just can't top left. So then maybe if we're just hard countered, we just uh, stand there and just let the other people farm us down. And then we still get the rewards. If you're in it yep, for the just best. put your phone down, go <laughs> yep. make you know, a coffee, breathe, make a coffee. Make a coffee. Yep. Touch some Think grass. You, you could wrong. go outside. Touch and then some grass. Back, I like that. <laughs> come back and then try it again. DeFi, when we face it and I see and I tell you I'm going to go and touch grass, this is, 
Yep. <laughs> when I put the phone down. Yep. Yep. I'm going to hard counter you. Just Venusaur on Swampert. And you're just going to put the phone down, go touch some grass yep. outside the yep. convention center and come back in. No, no. At that stage, he'll be fed up of touching grass. Like the grass is, <laughs> <laughs> grass is attacking him too much. <laughs> no more grass. No, no more grass. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go find a playground. <laughs> Gonna touch some fire instead, or no? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, don't do that. I, I love how their solution to the whole one dollar research line was not well. Let's give them an extra few hours to claim it. It was just let's yell at them to claim it before midnight. I mean, I finished all my battles, so it wasn't a problem, and I got yeah. that extra five thousand that they gave out to everybody, so I wasn't complaining. But I mean, some people didn't get it, so. With that said, let's go ahead and do our self-check-in. We have the Innocent Cup. We are almost done. We are in that last week. I am doing really well. I think I'm 10 and 3 right now Ooh, um, nice. in individual nice. self. So that's going to be a really good one for me to end on. But it's just really, like, bittersweet to, like, to finish like when these tournaments are wrapping like oh that was the last girls that pvp mega self tournament oh that was the last you know like i finished my go cast battle we're not done with that that tournament hasn't quite wrapped yet but i finished my battle and oh that was the last one yeah really good last month though with a record of 10-3 yeah, yeah like and i really have been enjoying this meta uh i've really been again seeking and <laughs> uh seeking has really been doing a lot of work on my team also enjoying glycore occasionally i can get the boost i've gotten the boost enough times that it just makes me smile <laughs> and it wins me the game also quagsire has been really fun with the mud bomb update uh, i've been enjoying that as my mud boy i think Whiskash is probably objectively a little better but i like seeing quagsire <laughs> get some play again and we yeah. always say you know try and try and win with your favorites you know just like um Professor Oak says. Cynthia. Oh, Cynthia. Is it Cynthia? Really? It's in, that is a Cynthia quote. Strong Pokemon, weak Pokemon. Yeah. You know, players. Uh, is that Cynthia? Tra the great trainers win with their favorites. Yes. That is. 100%. Uh, that is the Mandela effect, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. I was sure. <laughs> I Professor love Oak. So my record, I did extend my unbeaten streak out to eight before finally dropping a battle. Um, and I was so gutted with the battle that I, the match that I ended up dropping because it was one, one, uh, my opponent was giving me a lot of trouble with Swellow. Uh, and I picked a team composition that was designed to draw out this wireless and then clear a, a path for my hypno in the back to just fast move them down and it worked like an absolute charm they like like i got the wireless out of the way if they had swallot and swallow left which hypno could handle both of them and i was like i was seeing the finish line i hadn't burned any of their shields yet and so as i was building up energy on the hypno i was just like oh well i won't try and throw ice punches that'll just waste time you know give them free energy i'll just try and confusion them down that was the wrong play because <laughs> they ended up getting to like a third sky attack to ko the hypno <laughs> and like and i i realized that uh i like if i had thrown the moves i realized as the battle was like it was in slow motion the car crash was happening in slow motion like 
it got to the point where I was like, oh no, I've made a grave mistake. <laughs> and, oh no. Yeah, and they I, they got to that uh, that last move to Kami. So that that broke the streak. And then I lost my next two matches <laughs> in a row after that. So uh, my record for the month is nine and three. So I'm one worse than you, Deepai. All right. It's still so, pretty good. Still, still pretty good. good. Still I think solid, we both had yeah. really solid ends of seasons. Have you been doing any individual self-fragging? I, uh, my ADHD kicks in when I do solo stuff and I tend to just throw, uh, so I don't usually participate in solo stuff. Um, but I'm always intrigued by the people that can, and I try and watch as many, like the learning streams that you see, or like the, um, uh, like anybody who wants to do their battles for, for solo stuff. I'm always interested in seeing it because it just seems so, everybody seems so knowledgeable. So I try and glean what I can from it. I'm I'm interested that um so the um I, I don't know how much you want to talk about it on air but like the so the ADHD affects you when you're trying to do solo stuff and not with the team stuff. Yeah, so like I I do better when it when I can talk things out um and my team gets really frustrated cuz I'm like all right, here's the plan, here's what we're going to do, we're going to stand for everything and then when the time comes it was like all right, cool, we're going to swap and they're like but you just said but like <laughs> it just um, like I find that, or even when I'm streaming that it'll be, I enjoy, as you can tell, I'm super introverted, right? So I enjoy chatting with a lot of, uh, uh, like with chat, like when I'm on Twitch. So, um, that usually takes priority as opposed to the counts. So I'll be like, okay, one, two, three. And then somebody will say something interesting. And I was like, and we're done. Like every, all the yeah. counting's done. We're going by gut feel. Um, and, uh, it's kind of like a Jesus take the wheel situation, right? So <laughs> Um, <laughs> sometimes you win and it's really great, but, uh, but yeah, so like I, and for NAIC or, uh, or Hartford, I had a pretty good run in Hartford, um, just for like, I stopped myself. I like took a deep breath and I try and drown out all the sounds. Um, and it worked out pretty well until I was on stage and then it just kind of fell apart. I got hyper-focused on, uh, two of my opponent's Pokemons and totally forgot about, uh, I can't, I know that it's pronounced differently, but the, is it Drapion? Drapion? It's Drapion. It's Drapion. The Drapion that he had was so good into my team, and I hyper-focused on the Machamp and the Pidgeot. And that really wasn't even a concern that he had it every single time. So people were like, why did you swap this in? And I was like, I honestly thought he had a Machamp in the back. And they were like, if you would have just shielded your your Stunfisk, it would have been... Like, there's no way that the Drapion was getting through it, right? So, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. So, I mean, it it is what it is. I like going for the people, and it's always fun to like interact with people. So that's what I uh, that's what I pull out of NAIC and regionals is kind of support the scene and show up show up to be a number. And if I do really well, that's awesome. And if I don't, then um, at least I get to meet a lot of cool people that uh, I get to support. Yeah, which is uh, I, I love that attitude. Yeah, like um, and I feel like a lot of people in our community do share that attitude which makes it such a nice community to be a part of yeah i know one compliment we often get in the community is just we're so welcoming we're so like Mm -hmm. hey you're starting like come on in uh i think that having that really positive attitude is so beneficial to the community at large arguably one of the best i've seen um in terms of like welcoming people in and PVP and people wanting to learn. It's not like, Oh, you don't know this already. It's Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like these are some cool resources that you can check out. 
Um, but in terms of like what your question was, I can answer it for you. And then they like you and you end up walking away with like almost like an encyclopedic knowledge from everybody offering to give you like different sites, mm. um, whether it's like on move counts or on PB poke for like matchups. It's crazy. In the grand scheme of, I think, Pokemon Go's history, and I feel like the like PvP is very vocal. Mm. I think that's the I think that's the best way to say it, right? We're very vocal about kind of what we want, and we want diversity, and we want change, and we want it to be interesting. But in the grand scheme of Pokemon Go, the number of players that are in it specifically for PvP, as opposed to, say, shiny hunting mm. or raiding and doing, like, solo raids and stuff like that, I, like, it's a the feature is a drop in the bucket of what Pokemon go offers to everybody. So I, and I feel like we kind of get honed in on that sometimes. And it like, uh, but again, we're very passionate and uh, like this last update just shows how well Niantic listened to like what we wanted. We wanted like a great shakeup from the trifecta that was lantern Trev Noctowl. And we saw, we've seen so many Pokemon have play now that it, um, I, I can't remember what the tournament was. Was it Fresno? Was just it felt like it was like a huge shakeup from what we could, yeah. what we had before. And people that exactly. tried to bring what worked before didn't work. So now I'm now I'm curious how uh, NEIC is going to go. I'm really Same excited. Here. But yeah. before we chat more about NEIC, let's wrap up the Silph Arena really quick with the 2023 the final continental championships there will be 128 invites per continent so uh my brain was just like oh self-regionals they're not doing those um for this last year they're skipping right to the continental uh stage so no kind of because of the shortened season so no battle towers sweeping the seven round in person tournaments doesn't count anymore no wild card tournaments like we just go straight two continentals so it's gonna be i think it's gonna be based mostly on um global leaderboard national leaderboards um and then i think that's really it like it's gonna be pretty much gonna be national leaderboard ranking yeah so there are there have been some battle towers that have already happened and i've said that the people who earned invites through those battle towers those invites will be honored uh then after that it's going to be it, it's kind of complicated it's any national leaderboard where the top ranked person is challenger rank no ace rank um then they'll give one uh, invite to the top ranked competitor in that national leaderboard any leaderboard national leaderboard where the top ranked competitor is elite then that gives two qualifications to the top two of that country and then any country, which I don't think there will be any, there probably won't be any, but any country where the top-ranked competitor is a legend tier, they will give three invites to the top three of that country. Hmm. So for me, for for Australia, where <laughs> my country, uh, we've got one person who is... I, I did come into this month ranked second in Australia, and the top person is someone that... Uh, I've asked around, no one else in our country knows. Um, it says that they live in Santiago and like I checked their trainer card. Like they, they, I think they lived in Australia for like a, a few months back, you know, a couple of, a couple of seasons ago because uh, they had some Australian tournaments back like 
pre-COVID and then it was all, you know, South American tournaments since then. So we're, um, we're kind of hoping that that kind of gets corrected so that I could jump on top of the Australian leaderboards. But yeah, I think the fact that the APAC player base is so much smaller than the others, like even if I don't officially finish in first place for Australia, I should still get an invite because once all those invites are handed out, then they will just hand out invitations to the top global ranked competitors until we get to 128 per continent. Yes. So I, I'm confident that you will get there for APAC uh, for sure. That feel that feels like a really strong bet. Mm. And those invites will be going out pretty soon um, after the month ends. And then the Continental Championships are all happening. That second full, that I guess it would be the third weekend in July. It would be July 15th is EMEA. Uh, also NA, North America, APAC, and then LATAM are happening on July 16th. And then the World Championship is going to be July 29th. And that final meta is actually kind of fun. I like it. Uh, have either of you gotten a chance to look at the Continentals and Worlds individual meta? I've, I've glanced through it, but I was like, uh, it's like the, the fact that Worlds is coming up, it's like I'm kind of... Uh, conflicted as to how much attention I want to give this at the moment versus how much I want to give to Worlds. That's fair, but it's a ch- the championship meta is kind of this idea of looking back like it's your final journey uh, f- with Pokemon. Uh, it's called Complete Your Legendary Journey. So slot one is any classic starter Pokemon, and that so it's a slot based meta. Slot two it, are the favorites, like the favorite Pokemon from Sylph's 2019 season. Slot three from the 2019 to 2020 season. Slot four would be the next year season, 2020 to 2021. Slot five would be the favorites from 2021, 2022. And then slot sixth is pretty much any legendary or mythical. So it's kind of like you're taking your journey from your starter through those four seasons, and then you end your last slot with a legendary or mythical. So I think that's, that's really poetic. Cool. And yeah, very cool. Very cool. So some popular picks that we're going to see um, bat like looks a lot like your open great league, but shaken up a little bit, taking a look at slot one. Some of your favorites are going to be things like Swampert, Meganium, Chestnut, um, Charizard, because those are your starters in slot two, that first season, Bastiodon, <laughs> Altaria, Noctowl, Metacham. So kind of a lot of your open great league picks there um, from mm-hmm. the next season, slot three, uh, dark types like Scrafty and Umbreon, uh, Ice types, Alolan Sandslash, Alolan Ninetales. Uh, then slot four, some of your popular picks, that's when Galarian Stunfist comes in, Sableye, Mantine, Mandibuzz, Jellicent. There's your Frostlass and goes in slot four. Uh, slot five, some of the top picks would be like Pelipper, Lickitung, Pidgeot, Machamp, Walrein. And then when you look at slot six, the mythicals and legendaries, your top one is probably going to be Cresselia, uh, Psycho Grass, not Moonblast. It's just a really, really good Pokemon. But Regirock, Victini, Buzzwall, also really good, solid picks. Defense Deoxys, I'm sure, is, and Guzzlord might even get some play as well. So some good picks there as well in slot number six. But overall, I just really wanted to point out kind of the poetic mm. nature of it. And just it's just a beautiful, I think, way to end yeah the championship meta for this self arena yeah 100 percent um i am also DeFi looking at your global ranking 
And uh, you're, I think you're in with a good shot of qualifying too. I'm not counting on it. I, uh, my, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> but my, the bar for me is on the floor, like for my self card. What is it? Because I'm like 50 in the US. And I mean, 40. for NA, there's only three countries. Or because does Mexico count for APAC or NA? Uh, I don't or is that think Latin? so. Yeah, I think it counts as Lat- Lat- Amer- Latin America. So, um, like basically, you're it's you it's only two countries. So it's America. It depends and if Canada. Mexico counts. It depends if Mexico counts. If um, Mexico counts, that will muddy it. But I mean, being number forty in the US and there being one hundred and twenty-eight invites, I, th- I think you're in with a good shot of qualifying. You're number two twelve yeah. in the world. Yep. So, I mean, again, like this is definitely one of my better seasons that I've had. It's, I think this is the highest, this is definitely the highest rank I've ended on Mm. last season. I rented at 244, um, at elite tier. I'm currently at challenger tier and I still have two tournaments to wrap, um, go cast and, um, one more besides go cast. We'll see what happens. Do you say you're ranked globally at what was it? Two, two, twelve. Yeah. No, no, DeFi. We will not match in NAIC, please. I do not need. That. I don't need. I don't. I don't want that smoke, please. I mean, that's for individual self. That's not in the Go Battle League leaderboards or anything. Like GBL is not my. That is not where I shine. I've actually never hit Legend outside of the ones where they made it really easy. I but I equate Sylph more to a play Pokemon tournament in the sense that you show mm. six, pick three, you're. Uh, it's like a different thought process that you go through, right? Like you run through the determining, like what's my opponent's best matchup to bring in the front? How can I like counter it in the back, etc. Right? Like yeah. you have a very high skill set of that, in my opinion, to be top five hundred, right? And now I was going through the list when when you guys were talking about the meta, and I've faced some people earlier today on this, and I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm not good at team reads. So, right. you know what? Finals. We'll face in the finals, DeFi. We'll okay. Not- <laughs> yeah, yeah, not before. I can't get locked into the loser's bracket. That will not go well for me. No, we are, I am not elite. Yeah. Elite <laughs> or 23 EJB. Uh, incredible runs to the both of them. But no, I have a very similar mindset for NAIC. With that, I think we can officially transition into the Play Pokemon upcoming events. We've been talking about NAIC the entire podcast because it's this weekend. It's the biggest tournament in North America, 256 competitors Let's starting go. Friday, June 30th to Sunday, July 2nd. The way it's going to go is the majority of play is going to happen on that Friday. We're going to go from 256 competitors down to 16. Then on Saturday, we're going to go from 16 down to three. And then on Sunday, that will be the winner's finals, loser's finals and grand finals. So just those top three trainers will play on Sunday and it is going to be so much fun. I'm going to get arrive in Columbus on Thursday evening. I'm going with go cast Chris. He's going as a spectator and we're just going to have fun. Like I'm going in with the mindset. I want to have fun. I want to play well. I want to shield the earthquake that I didn't yep. shield last year. <laughs> kind of like Fragan, you mentioned like the things that haunt you. Um, yeah. Like watching back, I'm like, why didn't I shield? Why? <laughs> never again like, will that happen. Nope, never again will I yeah. not shield um, my Alolan Marowak <laughs> against a Shadow <laughs> Walrein earthquake. Um, never again. But yeah, I just I think I've prepared a little bit more than I did last year. 
Um, I think I'm a better babbler than I was 12 months ago. So I'm hoping that I will do well, but there's also a lot more trainers <laughs> to face. Last year, the cap was 128. It was really fun. And the vibe, the atmosphere is just so good at these in-person events. So if you out there went to a regional this year, like crank that up, you know, like exponentially. And that's what you get at NAIC. It is huge and just so good. And there's going to be like good side events uh, related to Pokemon Go. There's going to be the Pokemon Center is super popular and super good. And just a lot of community. Uh, there's a really good area nearby for restaurants. And last year, you could just see all of the Pokemon Go people. Like, we're out in big groups. And like we mentioned before, this community is just kind of unique in that we're all together and we're all um, friendly towards each other. You just see these giant groups of Pokemon Go people hanging out. Um and everybody's like, hey, come on in. Like, we took over this one Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I felt really bad for them. I felt bad for the shop owners, but they were play- They played, like, the Pokemon theme song on the oh, stereo yes. system. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. It was just just a lot of really good vibes. Going to uh, these big in-person events just makes me really happy. So that's, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm excited for. I also think it's important as a competitor to be on, like, fill a different role to like see some of the other things like i really like how alpha phoebe will judge um and will use his time mm-hmm. to judge a little bit caleb um and nick have also competed this season yeah i love it i'm uh i'm really excited to bring my family actually we're, we're traveling down from canada it's only like a six hour drive so we'll go like right after i'm done work on thursday and i'm excited for like we i brought them to the toronto one and they kind of liked it uh, they couldn't really kind of like they like they couldn't really see me play, so like this is kind of boring. But yeah, okay. I, I but like Legoland and a zoo in uh, Columbus have really kind of swayed them to like, yeah, let's go on a trip right after we're done school. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely coming for dad for sure. So also, <laughs> so if I face people, I uh, shamelessly shady equation uh, called me out the last time in Toronto. I used my kids because I won one game against six ten hero but he lagged and he's like, so we're just going to replay that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you on a six ten. I was like, I've only got so many good games in me and that's probably all that's it. I've got my family over there cheering me on. I was like, do you really want to do this? Shady looks over at me and is like, he's like fragging. He's like, are you trying to coerce your competitor into <laughs> giving you the game? And I was like, I was like, <laughs> I am not, a, I am not above this shady. And I was like, yes, we will obviously replay it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a there's a reason that he is top eight and it was not a pleasant time for me there on it's also like explicitly said in the rule like there aren't too many rules in in play yeah, yeah, yeah. tournaments but yeah one of them is yeah. do not coerce your opponent into a rematch or lack of rematch. Ah, yes yep no i uh i feel like everybody at this point just knows that like i'm probably the most easygoing person so like yeah yeah uh, never take me seriously unless we're, like, pull your side, <laughs> we have like an issue right like I'm just there for a good time, so it should be it should be really fun. My kids are really excited about the uh, the pop up, the Pokemon Center that you had mentioned. I don't know what's going to be there, but they already have their American money, so they're excited. Aww. <laughs> yeah, those U.S. dollars. Yeah, they're all Imagine green. US and, we, yeah. <laughs> and we have funny, and we, and we get the funny money with all the different colored, uh, different colored. Like the fifty is red, and the and the twenty is blue or green. Sorry. And you have, um, you have your, your dollars, your $1 are coins, right? Like us. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. dollar and we have we have toonies in air quotes that you can't oh, see toonies yep yeah for two dollars yep yeah exactly the same we've got the colored notes we've got the <laughs> coins for the ones and twos we don't we don't have adorable nicknames for them though yeah we just oh we do we call, do call them shrapnel sometimes like little chunks of metal yeah you you gotta start calling like some of them like uh what is it could you call them like kiwis or what would you call them like we late we named ours oh. loonies after like the like the one dollar is a loony and then the two dollars is yeah. a toonie right because it's just two two mm-hmm. loonies but what can we what can we do that that's what we need for the next time on this podcast we need to figure out a name for the money <laughs> um i'm trying to remember what's on the one and two dollar coins in australia um i need to I need to break open my piggy yep. bank but anyway yeah <laughs> we, we wanted you to rein us in when we got too sidetracked but it's fun i'm enjoying i'm sipping i'm sitting on my lawn we've talked about this before fish when you go on a tangent um and even when it's just the two of us and you go on a tangent sometimes <laughs> Like I take my fresca that I'm drinking and I sit back and I just kind of listen to you go and some t- like, and it's quite entertaining for me, but I can rein us in. That's I think a lot for NAIC. I'm so excited to report back. Um, and I mentioned, I started to mention, I think we've got our big forecasters, uh, Speedy, Caleb and Butters and Gabby will be casting NAIC. So really excited for that cast and really excited to compete. And I will see you there Fragan, with your kids. Do not you cannot use them to coerce me into not doing never. It. I would <laughs> never do that, DeFi. Who never. would say that I would? It would you not work pr- on me. Is it would it not work true. on me. He's been training them to cry on command. Wait, wait until wait until you see my kids. They're pretty. They're pretty cute. Their dad has a crazy beard, but they're pretty cute. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Gentlemen, we have two pieces of mail in our mailbag. Let's go ahead and get to those. We have Dan who's writing about, he has quite a few questions, but the one that I want to key in on is about mistakes intermediate battlers make. I'm going to read his mail first. Dan writes, hello, Fish and DeFi. Thank you for all the hard work you guys do. Your show is the best part of my daily commute to work. Keep up the great work. I have a few questions for you two that I would love to hear discussed on the pod. I'm always trying to get better at PvP. Two seasons ago, I managed to hit Veteran, but last season, I couldn't break out of Ace. In our current season, I'm currently 410 battles in, and I seem to be floating between 2000 and 2150 ELO range. I'm struggling to make any real forward progress. I really like my current Ultra League team construction of Walrein, Golisopod, and Verizian. What would you say is the biggest mistake you see intermediate level battlers make? In bad matchups, do you immediately switch or you try to store up energy and catch a charge move on a swapped Pokemon? Uh, when swapping, do you always swap into a neutral matchup or do you just swap into something that you can counter what you're currently up against? Uh, normally, I neutral swap and try to let my closer take out their starting Pokemon in the end. Is that right? Sorry if what I'm saying doesn't make any sense over email, but I'd love any input and advice from great battlers as yourselves. Before I end my email, I'd also like to suggest a segment, perhaps one theory or battle technique a week that might help the beginner to intermediate battler, such as myself, get better and understand battle concepts. Sorry for the long email and may the leads be ever in your favor. (laughs) Dan. Yeah, Dan, now my favorite. So um, just to explain, Fragan, I recently just started doing a thing where i'd close out the the segment the podcast by 
saying, may the leads be in your favor. <laughs> and know that can't he asked stand me it. before he started doing it. And I said, no, that's kind of cheesy. Let's not do that. <laughs> and then he did it anyway. When I it's, it's like the uh, it's like CSI, right? The one with uh, Robinson Caruso. Where he always does like the, uh, what yeah, I the what? like the like the yeah the sunglasses yeah. when he makes the comment that's that's now what it's become but everybody everybody <laughs> just loves it right so I yeah. love it. and in single cup type who gets good leads so I love the well wishes yeah. like everybody needs that <laughs> I don't get them so somebody has to yeah so I I'm I'm putting out positive vibes DeFi why would you why would you destroy that why would you put an end to that DeFi. <laughs> Oh goodness me! All right, gentlemen, what do you what do you have on mistakes intermediate battlers make? He talked a little bit about like when you you're in a bad lead and then you switch. Do you switch into like generally switching into your if you only have one hard counter? That's generally not what you want to switch into because you're letting your opponent switch out. Do you have any other thoughts on like intermediate battler mistakes? I mean, it's so contextual. Like that's that's probably. Uh, I mean, that might constitute the advice that i would give is that um there's never a a single best strategy it's all about the context of what's going on so like depending on the meta i might be running a team and i will create a plan of if i see this lead then i'll stay like there, there might be multiple bad leads but against this lead it might be better to stay in build up a little bit of energy try and catch a move against this other bad lead it might be better to just instantly swap out um against another bad lead then it might be better to switch out and then soft lose that so you can come back in with your lead build up a bit of energy and then that you know allows you to flip that bad matchup that you had beforehand so i guess just playing enough and talking with other trainers enough so that those things come to you over time i guess is the is the way i would say you can grow from being an intermediate battler to an expert i guess just understanding each of those contextual situations and how best to approach each one yeah, and I would say a big part of that is just a get to like narrow in on that would just be your team construction. So if you're running like ABB, yeah, if you lose the lead, you switch into one of your Bs right away. Yeah. Um, but if you're running ABA, uh, you're going to have a different strategy. Or if you're running like an ABC, you're going to run a different strategy. So I think really knowing where your team fits into the meta you're playing, whether it's Open Great League or Ultra League or a condensed meta, um, I think recognizing how your team can find those win conditions, I think is really important. I like that. I I'm trying to think of it in the con in the context of the Willer and Galissapod and Verizian. And I mm -hmm. like it it looks like ABA, right? Like we have a lead and like we have two waters and then Verizian. So I guess my advice would be like as a beginner, if you're if you're in a couple matchups and you're noticing bad leads, I was like, that's just not usually that's not happenstance. That's usually like like uh, I don't know what the best way to describe them. Elo bands, right? Like if you were to do like go battle log as an example is a website and they'll say, uh, what am I seeing from? 2100s to 2200s and that elo band would be probably different than what you would see in 22 to 2300s 
So if you notice that you're getting hard countered a lot for your leads, um, but one of your Pokemon is good in the front, like say maybe you switch to like Virizion in the lead and then you have two waters, then like it, and then it might provide you a better inherent matchup, right? A better chance to maybe RPS your opponent in the lead. And then also um, just have like, like you guys were saying, plans to swap into. The soft answer, not the hard answer is usually what you want to go for because most of the time they'll have an answer for your uh your pokemon and you want to make sure that like that that safe swap so you want to make sure that you get a good farm opportunity and then you come in and at least do damage to the second answer but dan i would also thank you for uh segment suggestions we've been getting a couple of these of like hey you could do this segment and we're going to need segment suggestions because Sylph, individual Sylph ends this week. And we don't have, after NAIC, we have a month of no play Pokemon. So we can definitely test out some of these segment ideas in July and a good part of August and, you know, see what sticks, see what we like. So thank you so much for that suggestion. And I hope that that advice helped you a little bit. Uh, next email is from Rich. Uh, he's asked a couple questions, too, about picking IVs and some other websites. Rich writes, hi, all. I know of some of the P- the basics of PvP. However, I'm struggling with how to find good IVs and knowing what to keep and what to trash. Also, do you go with Pokemon that you like or go with the meta picks? I would like to hear more about picking Pokemon and IVs and sorting them in storage. Also, what websites do you frequent other than PvPoke? Thanks for your help. Rich. Oh, I like this one. Uh, <laughs> I I really like this. Like when it comes to organization, I uh, it's, it, sometimes it'll hit me, and I won't uh, and and I won't organize my storage, and it just gets to a cluster, and then I have to figure out sixty three hundred Pokemon that I need to organize. <laughs> um, but I just came up with a with a modern marvel of uh, sorting my things. So now I have say things for Little Cup, Great League, Ultra, and Master League all sorted. But I use decimal points whenever I want to do like a Pokemon that I want to use or that has good IVs. Mm-hmm. Um, so like uh, a period, if I search for it or sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Uh, when I search for it will be all my PVP Pokemon. Um, and then I like doing space uh, like GL or UL. And then uh, sometimes I'll put the rank and I've, I've recently hyper focused on putting the rank for everything. Um, but my Poke Genie that I use to like assess my IVs, which is a good uh, a good app for both um, Android and iPhone. You can basically just take a screenshot of like your analysis screen um, and put it in there, and it will tell you the ranking that it has. I prefer rank ones, and then I usually get hard countered with the rank twos that usually beat me <laughs> in the in the CMP. But that's fine. But so I mean anything. And I mean, I don't know what the opinion is with you guys, but anything top 100, I find, usually does like a really good. Yeah. So there's no use like lamenting over the rank five versus the rank three, unless you're trying Mm -hmm. to get real specific about something. Generally, I agree, like top 100. The way I sort my storage with specifically PvP, I use the tag system. And that mm-hmm. works really, really well for me personally. So I have all my great, the Pokemon that I have built for Great League under a tag that has 190 Pokemon in it. And then nice. my Pokemon's nicknames are GL for Great League, followed by their stat product uh, with their ranking. So for example, my, like a Hundo, like the, the rank one would be GL 100.0. 
and then I have a separate Ultra League tag. I actually have three Master League tags. I have Master League Ready, Master League Now, which are Pokemon <laughs> that I could build to level 50 but haven't yet. And then I have Master League Eventually, which has Pokemon like my Snorlax, where I only have 200 XL candy, or my Hundo. Or actually, no, I could actually put my Hundo Axu into Master League now. I can move that tag over. Um, did you, uh, did, when you said Master League now, does it have a question mark beside it? It does. I love it. Yep, I Master like League the enunciation because that's what the inflection. Yeah, now? Yeah. Now? Because it. it could be now. Like it's not now, but it, it could any day. Like I have eight Pokemon in here that I could build, like my Mammoth the time Swine. Could be now. Yeah. The time could be now. I have 569 yeah. swine of Excel candy. I could build this yes. mamma swine, but I just haven't yet. Until I like I my recommendation is never build a Pokemon until you actually intend to use it. Um yep. same. So I, that's also just really good, I think, intermediate battler advice. Yeah. Uh, going back to Dan's email, because sometimes people get really excited. Save it until you actually have a plan to use the thing. So yes. like my Metagross is sitting here, it's really close. That's in the um eventually category but i'm not quite there yet so that's those are my tags for pvp also a little cup tag so those are lc and then their um stat product percentage according to calc abby it's funny because i my system's actually a combination of both of yours <laughs> um so i do use the tags but my tags are decimal point g for great league decimal point u decimal point m and decimal point l for a little cup as well and so like when i'm in a battle screen i can type you know dot g and it'll bring up all of my great league pokemon and which i can select from there um with naming so we use you mentioned tools in your question other than pv poke so there are iv checking apps that i know a lot of our community uses the two big ones are Kalki iv c-a-l-c-y iv and poker genie um, which they basically you bring up the iv stats of your pokemon and then click a little button that's sitting on top of your screen It'll read what's on the screen and it'll tell you this Pokemon is, you know, rank X or is it has this percentage stat product for these leagues. And they are super, super helpful. And they will also create a little naming block that it will copy to your clipboard. And then you can automatically paste that as the name for that Pokemon. So for example, I have all of my Pokemon named the rank so it might be like rank 23 and then their individual ivs so it might be you know rank 23 1 15 15 and also if it has no letter after it then it's great league but then if it's ultra i'll put a u after it if it's master i'll put a an m after it and little cup i'll put an l after it i like that i use the same uh mine's like the and i can never replicate it on the keyboard as the circle with the yeah with the letter around it and i know i have no clue how to do it so i always have to go in and copy <laughs> one um and then so i i started using the tag like the search system for favorites um so yep. then i because i was like i have a mix of like the dot gl and the dot m or whatever it is and so i've just discovered i have 242 for master league 413 for ultra league 508 for great league and my largest one yet 35 for little cup <laughs> which is 
horrifically low because I, I started late and I don't believe that that is a good cup and I usually do really well in it. So I've come around on there. That's so funny. But, I, I yeah. had the exact same journey. I was like, <laughs> at the first few times Little Cup was around, I was like, this is ridiculous. Nobody yeah. plays. It's the worst thing. And now it's like, well, now, here's my chance to hit legend. Yeah. <laughs> I came around on Little Element. I'm, I don't know how I yes. feel about just regular Little, but Little Element has won me over. Yeah. Yes. With the buffs, though, now with it, it's some things have gotten uh, crazy. Like the fact that Chin Chow is the only counter to Ducklet is wild to me. I was like, how is how is this? It's the car bank of Little Cup. How is this a thing? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's really fun. And I mean, it's it's very entertaining. And the battles are kind of quick, so if you need to bang out 200 battles, Niantic, uh, please make a Little Cup uh, 200 battle weekend because you'll be done within the hour. Just powering. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny. <laughs> just like slam, slam out 100,000 dust just with uh, just in Little Cup in an hour. <laughs> oh, also in relation to the question, uh, go with you like or meta picks. Uh, if what you like is against currently what you're seeing in Go Battle League, I would recommend not going with it. Um, unless you have an extraordinary amount of dust <laughs> and like and like wasting it uh, to try something out, that which by all means, completely valid. I do it all the time in Master League. Have we won with a triple grass team in Master League Open? Yes. Was it worth the uh, $1.5 $1. million investment? Probably not, but... It was entertaining at least. <laughs> but so so I mean, if you're okay with losing and you enjoy if you if, with the possibility of losing with the Pokemon that you like, then I would say do that. But if you want to if you have a good read on what you're about to see and it goes against that, I would argue against it. I think there's certain picks that you can certainly uh, th there's absolutely ways that you can find Pokemon that you enjoy but are still mm -hmm able to take on the meta um i i know i try and find a, a really nice balance between the two like i there'll be often times where i just avoid the top meta pokemon of a certain cup because i just find them boring to battle um i know DeFi yeah. has her thing with not wanting to use shadows that's i think that falls under the same kind of category where she'll her just pers personal preferences are affecting the Pokemon that she brings into a battle and she, she still does fine. She still does. Okay. <laughs> yep. And I, it all comes down, I think to knowing kind of what you're going into. Right. Cause mm -hmm. even like your favorite pets, your picks can have a place like say it's like in the back somewhere and you know that it targets a specific subset of the Pokemon you're going to find. And you can kind of dial in and make sure you landed on those Pokemon. Then it's just like, there's no better feeling. When yeah. you're like, I like the Pokemon that I like playing. I know it does really well. I know the matchups. I know the counts. And like, it's locked in on the thing that it needs to be. Beautiful. I There's no better feeling to, com to compete with that. Maybe, maybe winning a regional, but I've never experienced <laughs> that. So I wouldn't know. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, out of us, though, you've gotten the closest. Closest, yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I keep uh, having interactions on Discord where it's like, oh, you're the guy that won OCIC, right? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> close. No, I'm not. Yeah. Very close. <laughs> and like, I don't, I don't want to uh, like misrepresent myself and just say, yeah, sure. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah. me. <laughs> like, I feel like I have to correct them. No, no, I, I came second. 
Yep. I feel like Enhoff is one of those two. Like people keep thinking like, oh, Enhoff, she's the one who won Peoria. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that was pocket, but it was yeah. that was razor thin. <laughs> One more thing that I do want to bring up uh, with regards to tools. Um, Fragan, you actually mentioned it really briefly earlier on uh, with regards to Dan's question, which was gobattlelog.com, which Mm -hmm. is a really cool website where you can provide data on what you're encountering in your Go Battle League matches. And all that data is collected and displayed so that you can start doing research into what the meta looks like and plan your i guess counterattack to that so I would, i'd highly recommend go battlelog.com and i'll just throw in a shameless plug here we've actually got a um for the pallet town pvp patreon uh system we've got one tier where it actually comes with a free membership like a subscription to there to access some deeper features on that side as well um, another website, I don't think we brought it up yet, Stadium Gaming. Also, if you don't want to put an app on your phone. Side note, if the app you're using to check IVs asks you to log into Pokemon Go to use the app, don't do that. Yeah, I know that was wrong. a problem back in the day. Like, those are bad. You want to use the ones where you don't, like, it doesn't ask you for your Pokemon Go credentials mm-hmm. to use the app. Yeah. It just takes screenshots. Mm-hmm. we'll log in and rename all of your pokemon for you no no please don't do that <laughs> no, no i'm fine no yeah. that yeah. that's majorly breaking the tos where yeah. these other ones are more of a gray area <laughs> we're gonna stick yeah. to that but stadium gaming if you don't want to use an app at all and you just want to have a website in front of you like on your computer while you look through your pokemon i think it's stadiumgaming.gg slash rank rank dash checker uh is one that i recommend to people if they're just going from a pc you type in the pokemon um so let's say i type in azumarill and then you it will let you know like you can put in the stats um iv defense and stamina and it'll tell you for great league for ultra league master league um it'll tell you what the rank one is whatever rank you want um so those are some options and i know it also works with poke battler if that's a website that you use Yes. You can also click on the Pokemon to the pre-evolutions and see if it's a better IV for those. It'll swap you between them. It's really nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we get into our shout outs for PvP achievements in Pallet Town and GoCast in those Discord servers, uh, I can talk about uh, my thing, which was as the Pokeball tor- Turns, a Pokemon Go podcast, did an interview with me uh, recently. It's the it's called Trainer's Eye 43, Casting Paths for Sisterhood, fe- featuring DeFi 250 from GoCast PvP Corner. I talk about playing Pokemon Go, um, how it's become a significant part of my life. I would say so if I'm you know, working with the Pokemon company and I have a podcast. I think it's a pretty significant part of my life. Also talking about casting, um, how I got my start on Jiggly Dad Shoutcast School, Sosa Flow Friday Night Fights, and then how everything just kind of happened from there. And I talk uh, a little bit about representation and inclusivity for women in the Pokemon Go community, which I think overall Pokemon Go, like we obviously in gaming in general, we have a long way to go. But I think Pokemon Go has like a lot of really great 
resources for women. We have the Girls at PvP community. Um, and I think out of, like, compared to some other games, I think this is a pretty good space for women. I love seeing women represented up on stream, and I like being, like, it, it's just such a huge honor to me that I get to be part of the representation for women on camera. So... Be sure to check that out. It's called, again, As the Pokeball Turns, a Pokemon Go podcast. Uh, it came out within this last week. And for me, uh, look, it's it's going to have happened by the time this comes out, but I definitely do want to give this a plug and uh, encourage you to check out the VOD. Uh, Indigo League is coming back, which is a format created by a friend of the show, SosaFlow, who is currently running the Poker Battle Network 1 channel on twitch and youtube basically it's the same thing as like what friday night fights used to be where it would be two teams of five they it's they battle each other in an open great league setting but with bans so each team will ban five pokemon that that neither team can use and i'm going to be shoutcasting those battles so that will be tuesday night uh us time that that is happening go and check out the vod on poker battle network one i'll be on with hurricane kaz who we've worked with plenty of times uh during the gym breaker streams i'll also be on with sosa himself and shadow prime from the roundtable chatot podcast really excited for that also want to give some shout outs to people who have reached milestones and achievements in the Pallet Town and GoCast Discord servers. In Pallet Town, we have Bandman Clayton and Fish on a Heater who hit Veteran and Green T16 hit Ace. I also, I'm, I'm going to throw this one in there. Lucky Dave has uh, talked about how they've just had a big old storage cleanup and gotten rid of 800 Pokemon. <laughs> from their storage so well done to lucky dave seven in the gokar server we have giraffachu and j engineer who have hit expert there are not many people in the world who have done that yet and bunny man played in a silverina tournament where they were given an award for having the spiciest team which was let me read this out for you waylord togetic orangaroo claydol ledian and fracture <laughs> so oh, this wow. is an open great league tournament uh not only did they win the prize for the spices team but they also placed in the top third of the tournament so <laughs> very well done by bunny man all right so that's my things to plug fish's things to plug all that's left fragan go ahead where can the people find you what do you want to promote what do you want to talk about for your content Oh, no. Uh, I guess you can find me on twitter.com forward slash the fragon wagon. I sometimes post memes based on uh, streamers that you may see on Twitch uh, or cups that we have. Twitter.tv forward slash fragon wagon for a lot of coping until Master League. We started, I think, th three or four seasons ago. We started Whale Weeks. Um, I was kind of just tired of streamers avoiding Master League. So I wanted to really kind of celebrate like everybody raids for all of the, the things. Everybody I know raids for hundos and shundos. So why not get to show them off? And we have such a great community in, in terms of factions uh, for Master League specialists. So that's how it started out was I featured Master League specialists, not your typical streamers that you'd see every day. Uh, Pogo Doms did an amazing video for it. Um, and I've been trying to kind of keep it going this month's or this season's a little bit low because it's going to be NAIC. Um, and the last three weeks are going to be uh, Japan, which I think that I'll see both of you guys in Osaka, maybe, and in Yokohama. 
So uh, we will yep. both be at both. So <laughs> beautiful. Uh, definitely not jet lagged. Uh, at all. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I mean, you can find me there, uh, or I duo on a bunch of other people's channels whenever they either want uh, to get hassled uh, because I know nothing usually in terms of the cups, or just uh, just some fun entertainment. Um, I have discovered what is on the back of the Australian $1 coin as well. Oh, I, I actually did too. I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm really excited. Um, okay, so it's a kangaroo, which I think oh, is... Oh, perfect. It, yeah. You know why it's perfect? Because you do you know what we can nickname it now? What is it? The Rooney. Amazing. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you have five kangaroos and conveniently... Queen Elizabeth II is on ours and yours. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you, like, I think I think we should just drop the pretense and just use the same currency now. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, our dollar is doing pretty terrible. I don't know about yours. So, I mean, we could pretty much combine at this point. We'd probably just spike. <laughs> <laughs> we are very similar countries. <laughs> uh, okay. So to close out. We love hearing from you. If you have any questions or suggestions for myself or DeFi to address on the show, you can direct that to pppcorner at gocastpodcast.com. You can send us voicemail or physical mail to the GoCast PO box. Take a look at the show description for the phone number and the PO box address. In the show description, you can click on more fish or more DeFi to take you to our other projects and ways to contact us. And we will also grab some links from Frag and Wagon so that you can find more of his work as well. Fragon, do you want to take us out? What do you, I don't know what you want me to say, Fish. This is quite a lot of spot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the leads, the leads uh, thing. Oh yes, may the leads be, forever be in your favor, trainer. 